0: Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3pm US Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Chris Nelson. Support Switchcraft and get an extra podcast over at patreon.com slash stomp. All it costs is as little as a dollar and you can join the club and support the show. If you're looking for other ways to support the show, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There you will find a link to Audible. You can get a free book and directly support the show by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something that you like. Uh, If you are interested in that, again, head to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you, and once you're there, you're going to see all kinds of links, and one of those will be an Audible link, Uh, so check that out, help out the show, and get a free book. Before I get started with today's actual episode, i just warning everybody that right now um, there is all kinds of noise, and I've tried to isolate the Nerd Nest as much as I can, but if you hear any noise, uh, I apologize. Uh, If you're new to the show, please know that that's not how it usually is. It's just because we are doing construction on the house. We are putting siding on and it is it is just crazy around here. And that's why I am going so fast so that I can get out there and work on the on the house and get that siding going. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. That's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about Nintendo and what better way to talk about Nintendo than to talk about a Nintendo Direct? And there is a rumor uh, that Nintendo uh, will be giving us the the Direct that was previously postponed. Uh, they had uh, they had a a a, a, a um an earthquake. Wow, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. They had an earthquake over there and it happened. And Nintendo decided, you know, and because of the earthquake and, and a lot of people being without power, it just didn't really seem like it was a good idea to uh, be shouting out about video game news that day. And um, it, so they delayed their Nintendo Direct that was supposed to be, um, was it last Thursday or was it last Tuesday? I can't remember off the top of my head. That's not really an important detail. Uh, the important detail is this is coming from uh, P Train official on Twitter, which is Platinum Train. Um, they are uh, saying that nine thirteen, so that would be September thirteenth. That's Thursday. Uh, they they said, and this is translated from Japanese, mind you. Uh, they said that nine thirteen update. Is a little surprise announcement. Uh there may be. Please enjoy. So that's a possibility that the Nintendo Direct will be happening this Thursday. And it would it would make sense. I mean, they can only delay it so long. It feels like it feels like a lot of stuff that was going to be announced um, at the Nintendo Direct has kind of been announced as well and i don't you know i don't expect that nintendo would edit their nintendo direct down um based on based on the fact that so the information has been um released about various games but uh what i will say is that i feel like we know quite a bit about what's going on in the direct um I'm not going to go over that. I talked about it last um last episode. Uh but more stuff has been announced since then that is probably part of the Nintendo Direct. Uh one of those things is probably this is probably the main story um for for today. And that is I'll, well actually I'll get to that main story in just a second. Um, let's let's look at what chat is saying here. Uh, There is uh, something very interesting here. Captain Logan says, do we have a date for Nintendo online? We do not. Uh, All we know is second half of September. So that's, of course, one of the things that they will talk they will talk about in the direct when it happens. And that's why everybody's assuming it's going to happen soon. I mean, today is uh, September 11th. Um, which, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but today is the 11th, which means we're almost halfway through the month. And um, on Thursday will be the 13th. Um, Saturday will be halfway through the month. And they did say the second half of September. So, I mean, for somebody to say that we're expecting a Nintendo Direct on the 13th, that shouldn't come as a huge shock to anybody because. They're running out of time if they're going to launch online in um, in September, in the second half of September. They, you know, they want to have time to let out their information, have everybody complain about it, uh, and then everybody will. And this is kind of how it goes with almost anything gaming related on the internet. Is a gaming company will make a big announcement, um, then the the nerds who love that company will complain. They'll say, well, how come this and how come that? And I'm, hey, I'm one of those nerds. Okay, I, I'm fine with that. Um, so they'll complain about it and then they'll kind of get used to the idea. And then when it happens, people will still complain about the thing that we were unhappy about, but they'll still buy in and they will still continue. Um, So I don't see... How do I want to phrase this? I, th- I think that, that Nintendo is going to stick with that second half of of, uh, of September because they've delayed it so many times. Uh, and I almost think that they may, if they don't do it on Thursday, then I think that it won't happen until the day when they say, and it's live now. And I don't know that Nintendo would want to do one of those and it's live now reveals. Um not not for an online service when when you're talking about a game that you can go and download right away. Yeah, that makes sense, especially like a free to play game when you're talking about like a game like Arena of Valor or Fallout Shelter or whatever it is. Uh, That kind of game you might want to say and you can go download it right now and people can jump right in. Captain Logan's right. Just like Fortnite. uh, You know, like I said, free to play games. It works really well for a free to play game because people don't have to have their money saved up ahead of time. They can just say, oh, it's it's right now. Well, let's check it out and see what it's like and see if it's awesome. Uh, Which, again, uh, Arena of Valor and Fortnite and fallout shelter. Those are all pretty fun things. Those are all pretty awesome. I I really had fun with Arena of Valor and I can't wait to play it again. I can't wait for it to come back. Um but with them coming in, and I've gotten distracted by by chat. Way to go chat. You got me off track. Um I I think that we'll hear about uh I think Thursday we're going to hear the direct and uh I think that they will then announce the date that the Nintendo uh Switch online stuff launches. And if I were to guess, I would say it's either the 18th or the 20th. Uh, but those are just guesses to me. Uh, but you wanted to see what Chat was saying. That's right, Captain Logan. I did. I wanted to see what you guys were saying. And you said it so well that I lost track. I was like, ooh, shiny. Chat is so shiny. And I forgot what I was talking about. All right. So the thing that I wanted to talk about or the thing that I was planning on talking about being, a, being the bulk of today's episode is an announcement that was made by Square Enix. And this is something I almost guarantee is going to be in the Nintendo Direct, but I don't think anybody saw this coming. And (laughs) I'm so excited for this. Uh, This is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And damn it, if I didn't just lose money. Like that, the money just jumped out of my wallet when I read that out loud. It's gone. I don't even know where it went. Hopefully it makes it to Nintendo and this ends up in my uh, inbox or whatever because I am excited for this. Now, if you've never played this game, this is a very different uh, Final Fantasy game than any other Final Fantasy game that, that I think people have played. And it's very, very strange. This is a game that was on the GameCube. And in order to really get the most of it, most out of it, uh, you had to have a Game Boy Advance. Well, let me rephrase. You had to have four Game Boy Advances and four link cables so that you could hook them all up to your uh, to your GameCube and play that way. Now, this is this is kind of back in the day when, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of online gameplay and uh this is coming to both PS4 and uh Nintendo Switch and it's coming in 2019 and this is why i think this is something that would be announced during the direct because i you know this is just one of those things where people sit up and they take notice because crystal chronicles was this really very very weird game where you had like uh almost like a vase that could hold back this poison that would kill people. And like the towns uh, were all safe. You could go to a town and you'd be fine. But if you wanted to leave the town, you had to like take this vase with you and carry it around. And uh, as you carried it, it would create a bubble of uh, safety that you could walk around in. And uh, you would you would go uh, from town to town, basically. And again, it's been many years since I've played this game. And I never really got to take full advantage of it. But I'll talk about that in a second. Um, the So you were carrying the, uh, the vase to keep this bubble of safety, and then you could set it down to fight the enemies that were nearby. And it was a multiplayer game. Uh, so I'm probably going to get parts of this wrong. But um, it was a multiplayer game. And basically, you could control what was going on on your on your GBA, which is hooked up to the uh, GameCube. And you and your friend would see different things on your GBA screens, which is really cool. Uh, And, uh, you know, you you had like different jobs. So you would say, "Okay, here you hold the thing and carry it while I do this. And okay, here, switch with me. I'll carry the thing now and you do this. And it was up to four players. And, you know, we like my roommate and I had picked up the game and we brought it home and started playing. And then we realized that we needed a, a GBA or a second GBA for it because we only had the one. So he, he was like, all right, I'm just going to buy one. So we went back to um was it was it EB Games at the time or was it GameStop already? I can't remember. Um It was one or the other. I can't remember which one it was, but we went back to the store and he ended up picking up uh, a GBA as I already had one and we we plugged it back in and or we plugged it in and then we played and we had an absolute blast. Now, of course, we didn't have four of them. Um, our other friends didn't have the, the extra cash to go out and spend on a GBA just for this one game, of course, because that's ridiculous. Who would do that other than me and my, my other buddy? Um, but Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is very, very exciting to come to the Switch. And the fact that I'm sure that it will have online play um, is fantastic. I'm very, very excited about this. And if you've never played it, you have definitely got something really cool and unique uh, that you can check out in 2019. And I wish it was coming sooner. But, you know, at the same time, I've got so much stuff on the backlog that I don't know when I'm going to get through it. Uh, But Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is uh, really, really fun. And it's been just long enough that I don't remember much about it. So it's going to be like playing it for the first time all over again. I'm going to see what Chad is saying about this. Um, Captain Logan says, I really enjoyed the GBA GB player for the GameCube. Um, It's funny, like the. there, There was I'm reading a book right now. Unaudible. funnily enough funnily funny enough uh and that book is i, I want to get the title right the ultimate history of video games and i was just getting to the point where they were talking about the um the game boy the super game boy which was this thing that you plugged into your uh super nintendo and then you were able to put cartridges from your Game Boy, in and play them in kind of muted colors up on your screen, uh, on your TV, which is really cool. Um, and the thing that I didn't know about, because I never had one and I don't think I knew anybody that had one, but the thing that was surprising to me about it, and I know that this is a tangent and we're just gonna have to deal with tangents, but the thing that was really surprising to me is that when that thing came out, it cost more than a Game Boy. Like, You would spend less money to be able to take your Game Boy games with you. But the idea of playing them on the TV is really appealing. And I can see why people did that. Uh, Lego Lawyer says Funnily was correct. I knew it. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, So anyway, uh, Square Enix bringing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition to the Nintendo Switch and the PS4 is very exciting to me. I'm definitely 100% buying that game day one. Uh, I'm so excited. I hope that they don't have like some st- stupid, super select special uh, crazy edition that comes with this and that and the other thing. I just want to spend $60 and get a game like you did in the old days. Um, speaking of old days, we've got um, Pokemon to talk about. Oh, I didn't mean to play that. Stop. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got Pokemon to talk about. We've got a trailer from. Uh, n- there's a Nintendo Switch version of. Um, a Nintendo Switch. How am I going to phrase this? Well, I'll, you know what? I'll just show you the picture. Uh, there's a Nintendo Switch. Oh my God, my brain is just not working today. It's absolute mush. I'm sorry, guys. Um. Bundle, that's the word I was looking for. Oh my gosh, there's a Nintendo Switch bundle that has uh Eevee Brown uh left Joy Con and Pikachu Yellow right Joy Con, and the Joy Cons look really really good. Um, and that's really cool, but that's not really what I want to talk about. What I really want to talk about is uh this information about the game, uh, which has like secret. Uh, techniques and exclusive moves. Uh, And they were uh, they were talked about in this brand new announcement. Uh, This is via uh, Nintendo everything. Uh, We've got these secret techniques and exclusive moves. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, uh, but I will go over some of the more interesting uh, parts of it. Uh, So there's going to have uh, secret techniques like Pikachu and Eevee are going to be able to help the player uh, overcome obstacles they encounter to make travel easier. Um, the the special techniques or the skills can be used by the player's partner Pokemon outside of battle to clear away trees. So this is kind of like what it has always been in those games. But then they have these partner exclusive moves uh the it says here the player's partner Pikachu or Eevee can use exclusive moves that no other pokemon can use um they're going to help players face any challenge blah 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 whereas it, it says they will occasionally send a sign during a battle that it's a partner power or one of its exclusive moves can be used so you'll be you can use them in a fight now what i would what i would hope or what i what i would think would be better for this is if they took the, the secret techniques, which I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, uh, in, in like, were they HMs or TMs? Please let me know. Uh, but if they took those techniques and they just gave all of them to your, uh, as, as partner exclusive moves. Uh, so for example, like the thing where you can break a rock or slice a tree to get it out of the way, because that was always one of the things that irritated me about pokemon where you had to have uh one character and you had to waste some of their some of their uh move slots for things that weren't really useful in combat just so that you could traverse the world easier and i think that it would be better if basically uh, Pikachu and Eevee just had their own little separate abilities that would move, let you go from place to place easier without having to waste a slot on those abilities for your main team. Almost like uh, you could have six Pokemon with you and then the 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 seventh Pokemon that you could carry with you would be Pikachu or Eevee. I think that that would be really cool. Um, yeah. HMs. I think they're HMs. Again, I've not never really been into, uh, Pokemon really a lot, but it always bugged me. So link 31 is telling me that cut and, and stuff like that was HMs. So, uh, Raptor James is saying, I believe this was fixed for sun and moon. Although I may be risk misremembering. I didn't play sun and moon very much. My son did, but I, I only played a little bit of it. So they fixed that in sun and moon. Well, then never mind what I was going to say. Well, thank you guys for, for clearing things up for me. Um, I think the biggest thing here is the the bundle. I think that that is uh, going to be really exciting for people. But do you see... The thing that bugs me is that right now they're, they're selling it uh, as a Switch bundle. I wonder if the Joy-Cons will be able to be picked up separately? Or do you have to buy the like another switch to do it? And that's really something that is curious to me. I'm opening up uh, the website now and scrolling through and just looking to see if there's anything there that says anything about it. And I don't I don't see anything about about just buying the controllers. The controllers look really cool, but the only thing that I see is this... uh Wrong button. Uh Special Nintendo Switch bundle. I don't want to buy another Switch. I just want the controllers. And that's because I only have... Like, my Switch only has two Joy-Cons. I would like to have two more Joy-Cons. And, and I, I think of all the colors that they've shown off so far, these are probably my favorite. But to lock them behind uh, buying a full switch is, uh, you know, that's not what I want personally. Um, although, you know, I, I think of everything I would prefer to have the cardboard one, the cardboard Joy-Cons look the best. Uh, Captain Logan says, this is the best, uh, Joy-Con, the the best colors so far. Um, Raptor James says maybe a set of Joy-Cons and the Pokeball that could be good. I would totally buy that. Well, Maybe. I don't want the Pokeball either. I just want the Joy-Cons in the game. Um, But, you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. I don't think we're going to get... I don't think I'm going to get what I want. Uh, What do you guys think? Would you prefer to be able to pick up just the controllers? My guess is you probably will. Tell me why I'm wrong. All right, let's take the next three stories and drop them in the lightning round. Talk about them real quick and get out of here so you guys can get on with your day. Um so the three stories that I want to talk about number 1 is Space Harrier is coming to Nintendo Switch via the Sega Ages lineup so this is basically it's almost like Sega's answer to virtual console they're just reselling their games um excuse me and uh that means games like Sonic the Hedgehog Thunder Force 4 which I've never played Fantasy Star Alex Kidd and Miracle World. I played Alex Kidd once. I hated that game. It was terrible. Uh, I I don't know if I played the Miracle World one or not. Uh, Gain Ground. They said that these are all going to be released uh, both in Japan and the US. And they also said that uh, Space Harrier is going to be coming as well. Uh, If you've never played Space Harrier, it's this really, really interesting uh, game. Uh, You... You play from like a third person perspective, which was pretty impressive uh, back in the 80s. Uh, you played from this third person perspective in like this 3D world. And you were for, inexplicably, you were like some dude that would float and uh, he could like fly around in this three, uh, three dimensional world and shoot at objects that came at him. And I always tried playing it, never really uh, snapped with me. But that might have just been because uh, it was a game of its time, and I didn't play it at the time that it came out, so it wasn't a game that I had nostalgia for. Um, I know that a lot of people really, really liked Space Harrier. Again, for me, I I will tell you this, every time I saw screenshots of it when I was a kid, I was always like, oh my god, what are they doing? That's so amazing. Like, how did they do that? It's amazing stuff. Um, So... We're gonna get that on the Switch. Uh I, I like what Sega's doing here is bringing uh their games uh to the Nintendo Switch. Uh forget about Nintendo's virtual console nonsense. Uh Sega's just gonna give us the opportunity to give them money, and I, I appreciate that. Um and I remember talking about uh when they first announced games like Fantasy Star were coming to the Switch. I remember uh saying that. I was, I, I really liked what they were doing because they were, they were doing things like updating the game to make things, uh, better. Uh, they were, uh, giving you like an auto map function, you know, things like that to improve the gameplay and bring it more into modern times. And I'm very curious as to how Space Harrier will work in that, in that regard. Uh, but one thing that makes me more keen to try it out than anything else is this was a 3D game played with a D-pad. And I think playing it with a joystick, um, you know, like the the Joy-Con joystick or the joystick on my pro controller, I think that would change the game for me. And I've never tried Space Harrier like that. So it's definitely something uh, I'm looking forward to checking out. Um, but but you know, that's one more game that's coming to the Nint- to the Nintendo Switch. Um let's see what else. Moonlighter is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I've got a first look that you can see. Except I was playing on the PS4. My guess is the game will be pretty much the same. Um it's this really interesting game where you basically you go dungeon diving and I'm just going to break it down very very simple. Most games where you are in a dungeon crawler, you go into the dungeon, you find loot, you go to an inn and you sell it to the innkeeper for gold. Well this this time instead You go into the dungeon, you find the loot, you bring it up, and then you open a store and customers come to you. And then you have to decide, how much do I want to sell this for? If you sell it for too cheap, then it'll fly off the shelves, which is not good because then you're throwing away money. You want to try and find the right price and uh, uh, have it for the right people. And then there's like an upgrade mechanic so that you can upgrade your town. I ended up not playing too much of the game, mostly because I felt like (laughs) I, I, every time I went into the store, I was like, I was overwhelmed with choices. And that that happens to me a lot in games where they give me a lot of choices. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And because I don't know what to do, I'm just not going to do anything and I walk away. But by all accounts, Moonlighter is a fantastic game and one you should definitely check out. And if I had it on the Switch, I'd probably be more likely to play it just because I can sit on the couch and play it. I can sit in bed and play it. I can sit at my desk and play it. I can I can play it in the car or wherever. Uh, And you can just kind of keep going with that. Um, But Moonlighter is coming to the Nintendo Switch and we already kind of knew that it was. But now we have an an announcement date and I'm going to mute this or try to immute it. And uh, let me fast forward through the video. Uh, November 2018. So we're going to be playing this game on November. So that's awesome. You know, that's my birthday month. Um, finally, uh, the last story is uh, not really a story, but it's a video that I want you guys to check out if you are interested. I did a first look of a game called Nefarious. And Uh, This is a very interesting side scrolling, very much like Mega Man style game. Uh, But it it has an interesting twist is that you're the bad guy going around kidnapping princesses so that you can use them in your princess powered like weapon. Uh, And it's very, very fun. Um, I felt like the first level was a little dead. But the more I played, the more I've enjoyed it and uh it's it's really an interesting game. There's a lot of humor to the game, and I really like the writing uh the the overall tone of the of the art style I like that as well very sixteen bit era or almost like well more like updated sixteen bit era things look a little cleaner uh than than sixteen bit but Uh, Check out that first look and see if it's something that you are interested in. Uh, Again, that's Nefarious, Space Harrier, Moonlighter, all Nintendo Switch games that I think that people should check out. Frogger, Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. All right. Well, I just want to apologize to everybody for my scatterbrain today. Um, I taught really, I taught hard today. I, I worked really hard at my job today and I came home and I was talking to my dad about the siding and you know talking to my son about his homework and I'm just very scatterbrained today uh, I'm trying to work out uh, getting a guest on the show uh, and figure out when that can happen and that would be really amazing if it does and if not it's not a big deal and I'm not going to talk about who it is uh, the music that you heard on today's show if you've been listening to the podcast for a really long time um You recognize the music. It was my old intro music, which is basically, um, it's by Noteblock and it is the balloon trip music. He did that, I think as a tribute to Mr. Iwata, um, because Mr. Iwata worked on, uh, on Balloon Fight. I couldn't think of the name of the game there for a second. But if you want to check out that music, uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash music and you can, uh, you know, check out their stuff that's Block, Balloon Trip, Remix. Really fantastic show. I'm gonna about to play it again right now. If you want the full show, you can either come watch live over at twitch.tv slash run or you can watch the videos after the fact at youtube.com slash run If you are looking for a way to support my stuff, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you, and you can of course join the Patreon. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you get a bonus pod- bonus podcast. Uh, the next uh, bonus podcast will come out today or tomorrow. I'm like swamped right now. Uh, but I, my wife and I just finished watching uh, the Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime. And uh, that's what I'm going to talk about on the patron bonus podcast. So uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Make sure you check that out big thank you to everybody who's already supported the show in one way or another, whether it's just writing a review or buying from my wife's Etsy shop or buying through my Amazon affiliate link or buying t-shirts or getting a tattoo of my logo. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much. I am out of here. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.